Welcome to The Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. Welcome back. This is The Health Connection. I'm your host, Justin Fontanini, where every day is a great day. Hope you guys are enjoying your day, week, month, or year, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. Today we're going to talk about uh, vitamin B1, thiamine, and it's a very essential nutrient in the body, and a lot of people don't know much about it and probably have never taken a B vitamins or a B complex uh, supplement in their life. But today we're going to talk a little bit about foods that it can be found in, what it does, and how its role in health can be uh, you know, very beneficial. But to begin with, we're going to talk about our power quote today. And our power quote comes from the Ayurvedic medicine system from India. And it's important because the three largest medicines in Asia come from China, India, and Tibet. So these are the major ancient medicines of this region of the world. And uh, the Ayurvedic medicine left us a really nice proverb. And this is the way the power quote of the day goes. When a diet is wrong, medicine is of no use. When diet is correct, medicine is of no need. So this is just showing you how important diet is. It's the foundation of our health. You are what you eat. And if you want your health to be good, sometimes you got to look at what you're eating, where the food's coming from, and what has been done to your food. And then you might have a clue to why your health is the way it is, either being good or it could use a little bit of improvement. So if you're eating processed foods or eating fresh foods, you might notice that those two different people, their health will be quite different. So this one I really enjoy. When diet is wrong, medicine is of no use. When diet is correct, medicine is of no need. So medicine's needed, of course. We all need medicine occasionally when something happens to our body. But after that problem disappears, we got to continue with a very proper balanced diet that follows our body type that follows the nature and follows the seasons and then follows the way of of following something pure fresh and whole and when we lose that a lot of times that's when the problems start to show up so today we're going to talk about the uh the b vitamins and today's vitamin is going to be thiamine thiamine's crucial and it's estimated that about in any given time 30 grams of thiamine should be present in the body and uh, we require regular intake. A lot we're going to get from food. Some we can get from supplements. I like the food way, but I do take supplements. Sometimes they're very safe. You can get them from the health food store. And the, the proper dosaging may be important. So you might want to do a little study or get some guidance from a dietary nutritionist, an acupuncturist, your chiropractor, your doctor, whoever it may be. Or do a little research or wherever you're purchasing the product from, maybe you can ask them questions and get some guidance. But the, the B vitamin, it's uh, quite important in the body. It's uh, processed and metabolized in some parts of the small intestine. And they're absorbed in the jejunum part of the small intestine. And uh, this is the area that's going to process all these B vitamins. So it's quite important, at least for thiamine anyway. Uh, it's involved in a lot of enzymatic reactions. They're involved with energy production. So sometimes when our body gets a little fatigued and, fa and sleepy, we got to wonder if our thiamine level is decreased. And if it's the case, there are tests that you can get to, to find your uh, levels. 
A lot of blood tests, they do check your vitamin B12, but not always do they check the other B vitamins, so you might have to find a special test. Or look into the symptoms that you have and then see if that has a connection to your, your uh, vitamin deficiency or not. Vitamin B1 is completely important for the neuronal and neurocognitive functioning. So that's why people with the cognition problem, dementia and other such, they may require, you know, B vitamins and specifically thiamine. Uh, thiamine in the body, it's a uh, insufficiency has a marked effect on the central nervous system and it's used therapeutically for dementia, neuropathy, fatigue, alcoholism, confusion, depression, pain, memory loss, ataxia, among other things. Uh, thiamine's role in energy metabolism is, is very crucial and is used uh, clinically in conditions of also to help with impaired detoxification. Uh, if the deficiency is quite severe, symptoms such that they resemble beriberi may, may manifest, such as fatigue, anorexia, weight loss, gastrointestinal disorders, and the weakness. And under conditions of increased energy demand, maybe from exercise, physical work, whatever it may be, you know, on the body, the thiamine requirements, they're also going to increase. So the more you go, 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 the more your body is going to consume this and the, uh, the demand is going to go up higher and we're going to require more. But if our diet is not good and if our diet is full of fats and alcohol and sugars, these three things, the, the alcohol, the sugars, and the fats, they're going to they're gonna mess up the metabolism, the absorption of thiamine you know, levels. So then we're going to require even more and if we're not taking anymore, and our alcohol's up, our sugar's up, our fats are up, you know, from various sources of whatever it may be, then our body's going to become short on this vitamin. All of a sudden, you're not going to feel right. And you might start feeling, you know, various symptoms that are associated with the thiamine's deficiency. So fatigue, when you, when you get fatigued, you know, thiamine B1 might be running a little bit low because it plays such a role in the energy metabolism. And then as thiamine deficiency increases... Marked effects on the central nervous system may start to show up and may manifest. So it's quite important because the central nervous system, that's so crucial for our whole body. And if we're affecting it by, you know, not taking a supplement or eating the proper diet or something or eating the wrong diet, our body's going to get completely affected. So in the alcohol, it's the sulfates that really mess up the thiamine and the other B vitamins. Also, excessive cooking with too much heat. They can antagonize this vitamin and mess up and then we can't uh, absorb it well or get it or process it so good. Alcohol consumption in general, it may lead to a severe vitamin B1 deficiency. So if you're drinking all the time, if you're having your glass of wine every day, you might realize that you're drinking a lot of sulfites. You might not even know that you're causing your body's uh, vitamin B1 levels to decrease. And you might even not even realize why your fatigue is there. You caused it yourself. So alcohol can be good, and it can be good with some, you know, a nice dinner. But every day, if you're having wine every day, you got to think, why? Why do I require wine every day? What does it make me do? Does it make me feel better? Does it make me de-stress? Does it make me relax? Then you got to look at your life. Find out why you're overly stressed. Find out why you can't relax. Find out why you're requiring something to make you feel better, to relax, to become stress-free. And if that's the case, you better change something because the alcohol is not so good as fixing the solution. 
decreasing your stress and levels in your life, changing your lifestyle, changing the approach to your life, changing your thoughts, changing what you're focusing on, letting go of the past. So you don't need something to make you feel good temporarily in the moment. In the meantime, it's destroying your vitamin B1 levels. So it's quite important. So alcohol consumption, moderation is always a key. So they always say uh, yeah, too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. So you got to just watch the levels. Alcohol can be nice and could be good. It can be enjoyable but it has its benefits. But too much of a good thing is definitely a bad thing. So thiamine deficiency, people may experience fatigue. That's the number one symptom they put there. So you got to think right away, oh, fatigue, vitamin B1 deficiency. Memory loss, number two symptom. Depression, headache, confusion, muscle weakness. And if they get more severe, if the vitamin deficiency is more severe, they can result in anorexia, weight loss, gastrointestinal disorders, neurological problems like polyneuritis, and even cardiovascular pro problems such as cardiomegaly and tachycardia. So the B vitamins are crucial. And now what we're going to do we're going to uh, talk about some foods that are high in uh, thiamine. And this is, uh, this is measured in milligrams per three and a half ounces of, of you know, the intake of food. The number one was yeast. And yeast, there's brewer's yeast, there's nutritional yeast. Although the levels of thiamine may change from product to product, you can't buy supplements. You can also consume it on food. And I remember growing up, my mom would make uh, buckwheat, and then she would saute onions. She would bake potatoes, cut up the potatoes really small, and then mix them with the uh, sauteed onions. And then she'd mix it all into the buckwheat. And then we would drizzle a little bit of soy sauce on there and sprinkle it with nutritional yeast. And then we would enjoy this, and it would be so good and give me so much energy. So it's interesting to see here that the thiamine content uh, of yeast is quite high at 15.61 milligrams per serving and this is important because it beats everything else that was number one and this information that I'm sharing with you today is coming from the a clinical nutrition book a functional approach the second edition and this one's important because it's from the Institute for Functional Medicine and there's 13 uh, contributing authors and authors and editors in their medical doctors, nutritionists, their nurses, they have PhDs, they have uh, uh, naturopathic degrees. So all these people, they came together. And how powerful can that be when 13 different doctors and physicians that are all highly acclaimed come together and put something like this into a book? It's quite, you know, amazing. So the information we're talking about, it, it can be quite useful and uh, it's very beneficial. But my, my main thing I'm promoting is the knowledge of the B vitamin, thiamine, and where to get it and what foods have it. And then there's some symptoms that it may, uh, it may, it may occur in our life occasionally from here and there. And essentially, we got to learn about the vitamin, where it comes from, and then every once in a while, maybe do a test. Do a test to see what your B, uh, B vitamins are. Most blood tests, they, they do check B12, but they don't always check B vitamins. So you might have to get a special test. You might have to find out where these vitamins come from. So you can uh, either start eating more of that food, take a supplement, and get some knowledge from your doctor, your physician, your acupuncturist, who it may be, 
your nutritionist or whoever's selling the product, they, they should know to give you some guidance so you can get you know different information that you're searching for. So the second one uh, is, uh, is called Torula yeast. That had 14.01 uh, milligrams per serving. And then all of a sudden it takes a huge drop from 15 and 14 all the way down to 2. Wheat germ has 2.01 milligrams. Sunflower seeds, 1.96. Rice polishings, uh, rice polishings have uh, 1.84. Pine nuts, 1.28. Peanuts with the skin, 1.14. Then all of a sudden it drops under 1 to Brazil nuts at 0.96. Pork, if it's lean, is at 0.93. Pecans, 0.86. Soybean flour, 0.85. Beans, pinto and red beans, 0.84. Split peas, 0.74. Millet, 0.3. Now these, even though they're listing them, you can see quite a difference between the, the yeast that's at 14 and 15 all the way to wheat germ and to sunflower seeds, rice, pine nuts, and peanuts. and Then all of a sudden it starts dropping down under one. The ones under one are still good because you might eat larger amounts of these. For example, you may have... A larger serving of, of red beans than brewer's yeast. You might not have that much or nutritional yeast. You might not have that much. So the ratio of intake may may change. And then we're going to drop down to wheat bran at 0.72. Pistachio nuts 0.67. Navy beans 0.65. Buckwheat at 0.60. Oatmeal 0.60. Uh, whole wheat flour 0.55. Whole wheat grain, 0.55. Lima beans that are dried, 0.48. Hazelnuts, 0.46. The uh, heart from lamb is at 0.45. Wild rice, 0.45. Rye from the whole grain is at 0.43. Cashews, 0.43. The uh, liver from lamb is at 0.40. Mung beans, 0.38. Cornmeal that's ground, 0.38. Lentils, 0.37. Kidneys from the, the beef is a 0.36. Green peas, 0.35. Macadamia nuts, 0.34. Brown rice at 0.34. Walnuts at 0.33. Garbanzo beans at 0.31. Garlic, 0.25. And then it goes on. There's more and more and more. But the levels get less and less and less. But you just catch a general idea. And this is the importance because... The, uh, these foods, they all have thiamine. And if you're not eating these, you might want to find some that you like. Even if it's a nuts, start including them in your diet. Even if it's some different grains, include them in your diet. With the thought in mind that alcohol, fatty foods, and sugar can affect the amounts of thiamine that is in your body. So this is also crucial. Thiamine toxicity is rare, even under conditions of extremely high oral intake. However, sensitivity to thiamine may occur depending upon its origin and the effect on the patient. So some may, patients may have a little bit of an allergy. And this is going to be because the, uh, it may have some preservatives or some additives and ingredients into the, the product that may not be so good. But most people, they're okay with the foods. And some people do have foods, food allergies. you got to take that into consideration. So it's quite unique when you think about that one. So if you do find a form of thiamine that you're going to take from a vitamin, it should be preservative-free. That's my, uh, my recommendation. And that's also in the book here 
to uh, minimize the possibility of adverse reactions. So the adverse reaction may be from some type of preservative. Now the therapeutic dosages, they're considered to be between 50 and 200 milligrams daily if you take it orally. Although up to eight grams daily are often given in conditions of dementia. Now in this situation, you're gonna to wanna to talk to your doctor or physician, acupuncturist, chiropractor, nutritionist, Whoever is working with you, you got to do some research to make sure you got the correct therapeutic dosage because the uh, you don't want to take too little and not have it work. Although, remember I did say in this book, the thiamine toxicity is rare even under conditions of extremely high oral intake. So that's what they're talking about. So you got to know, but you also got to do the research and communicate with your doctor, with the people that are working with you in your research and such like that. So... With that said, this, this is going to conclude our aspect on thiamine. And the next one we're going to do in the next talk is going to be the next B vitamin. So I hope you got something of this talk. And if you like this podcast, go ahead and click uh, subscribe. That way you can get you know future updates of the next podcast that's coming through. If you really, really like it and you want somebody to maybe get inspired, leave a positive comment. That way others may see that. Be inspired to listen to the podcast and may all of a sudden they they start to understand where their fatigue came from. And maybe they start to realize that they got to change their diet. Maybe they got to decrease their alcohol intake because they're hurting themselves and not even realizing it. So with that said, uh, one love for you all. You guys have a great day and we'll see you next time.